Welcome back to another episode of Director Showdown. Is that like our? That's our new. That's our new jingle. That's our post theme song. Theme song. Post theme song. Theme song. Yeah. Director Showdown. We got a nice jingle. A little yeah. jingle here. I can maybe put a little jingle behind that. We can just add that to the beginning now. And the lovely singing voice you just heard was from my co-host. Brit, Brit, hey, what's up, Carol. guys? And the lovely speaking voice you just no. heard is Adam. You, should I go down low to get even more like yeah, sexy? Yeah. I was going to reference a Star Is Born, but you haven't seen it, dude. Bradley Cooper. <laughs> I mean, you might as well. Bradley Cooper like <laughs> lowered his voice for that movie by like two octaves, mm-hmm. and like the whole fucking movie, he's just like. Yeah, I mean, uh, hey, uh, let me get let me get another look at you. Like it's so <laughs> low. Like it it was like off putting for a bit until uh-huh. you get used to it. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, Star is Born, pretty good, pretty good movie. It's probably gonna. I, I do want to make a prediction. We're already just diving full on into a tangent yep. right at the beginning. That's fine. Uh, a Star is Born, best actor, best actress, the Oscars. I'm calling it. Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper, they're gonna win at the very least. Well, I know what's not going to win an award huh. is us at the podcasting festival, a, a festival, the annual <laughs> uh, podcast festival in uh, Boise, Boise, Idaho, Idaho. <laughs> the, that we created before we started podcasting. Yeah, um, we're going to get a booth and no one would talk to us the entire time. They'd just be like, what is this? Who are these guys? And they come up to us and they say, well, can you like... Put a blindfold on us because we just like your voices. We don't like that whole situation that's going on. We don't like looking at either of you, uh, <laughs> but your voices. Yeah. They're they're very judgmental in Boise. Um, you have to be a lot of people don't know this, but you actually have to be just gorgeous or a total hunk to even or live a in uh, Boise. conservative. Yeah, or a conservative to live in. So all terrible people. Yeah, all bad. Beautiful people. conservative. <laughs> I'm sorry, Boise Idaho. There's <laughs> like fine. there's like a whole like listener base. To yeah, us. no, there's like, like a <laughs> listening party happening in like somebody's like, like attic. Another episode of Director Show. Hey, they shouted out Boise Idaho, and then it's like as, as they hear us like talk shit about it, and they're all gorgeous and like naked, and they're probably gonna have like an orgy like during the. Uh... I let's we can hope. <laughs> Start Dude. now. Start your orgies now. Hashtag podcast and orgy parties. <laughs> that should be a thing. It'd make them, uh, yeah, a lot more entertaining. When I, I listen to Director Showdown, I just want to get a group of my friends and just go yeah. all out. When I pop Marin on, boy, we lock those gates and we... I wanted to reference that bit that he has. It's not even a bit. Anyway, 
I'm sorry. So here at Director Showdown, <laughs> we compare two directors each season. Mm-hmm. And this season, we are doing um, John Carpenter and, and David, David Cronenberg. Cronenberg. And now, this is mm-hmm. episode two. Mm-hmm. Of the season. First, uh, geez, I'm say Carpenter. First Cronenberg of the season. First Cronenberg. Scanners. Yeah. Scanner. And not Scanner Darkly, which was no. done previously on our show, which you should check out yep. if you haven't. Go back and listen to that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scanners, the 1981, came out the same year as Escape from New York. I didn't look to see like how close they were in proximity, but... Um, yeah, we're kicking things off with the podcast in, in the year 1981, it seems like. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. So for people who don't know this film, mm-hmm. it is about ESP people. Yeah. And that stands for... Fuck. <laughs> oh, every t- No, I wanted to reference how, like, ESP was the first time they said it in the film... I was like, Doper's ESP, Doc. Doper's ESP. Oh, yeah. <laughs> From uh, Inherent Vice. Inherent yeah. Vice, yeah. But um, so ESP stands for something electrical sensing, I don't know, Psych- whatever. Psychic. Psychology. We did our research, guys. <laughs> Every episode is just heavily researched beforehand. Yep. We um, spent the whole week just thinking about s- scanners. Thinking about scanners. And so, with the ESP power, these unique individuals out of billions of people on Earth, these unique 200 and something people. Yeah, like 280 or something along those yeah, lines. That they know of. There's that probably they know more, of, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have the ability to scan, mm-hmm. which is a... Which is, their, which is the lingo that they go by in the film. Yeah, it's kind of akin to, like, Shining right. in The Shining. It's like they yeah, just give another name to it, it to mm. kind of like brand it their own. Mm. Um, so yeah, scanning is essentially ESP. It allows people to, they don't really cover the mind reading stuff very much. Yeah, in the movie. It's, it's, it's very of, in the background. The, the, uh, the, defu- the, the kind of the rules of the film is a little bit ambiguous per se of like yeah. what their powers entail. I mean, uh, the most obvious one is his head exploding yeah. power. You can blow someone's head off. Yeah. Then that's that's kind of <laughs> uh, the infamous scene that I'm sure many even a if gif. you haven't heard of even mm. scanners. I'm sure you've probably seen that gif, gif, whatever, somewhere. What is it? Is it gif or jif? I can never I get just, it right, I say, dude. I just say both now just to appease anybody that might be listening. Uh, the gift gif. But also, uh, who cares what the pronunciation yeah, is? Yeah, fuck off. There's more important shit going on I mean, on the world. fucking Middle English, Asshole. we've completely changed pronunciations of it. Yeah, like, Shakespeare <laughs> made words. Who gives a shit? <laughs> he made up shit. The pronunciation's <laughs> off from what you think it is. Fucking um, Nazis. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, Scanners, ESP. I want to say something off the bat, because a little disclaimer here, because sure. I, I fucked up a little bit. Um, about... 10, 15 minutes in, I was like, yeah, yeah, Scanners, I, I remember this. After that, didn't remember anything, realized I had fully seen the movie before. <laughs> Never seen Scanners, thought I had for like a long time. Like and you, just you watched it. the GIF and or GIF. I guess maybe. Or like, saw, oh, I, think, I saw Scanners now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole thing. No, but I think I had like started it. Uh-huh. And then in my head, do you have any, have you ever had an experience like that? Your, your memory's a lot better than mine, though, I think. Like, 
I there are some there's some movies where like no, I think I, I've I know seen what you them, mean. Yeah. But like I, I come to find out like oh I've never seen this before. Right. You right, know. Right. And right. Scanners is one of them. So mm-hmm. it was kind of a it was a good experience. I mean maybe of, you had seen it but never like fully like completed the experience. You know. Yeah. It's maybe kind of maybe like, it was like maybe doing you were something scanned. Else. Yeah. Maybe it was scanned out of my scanned brain. Out of my brain. By a, sc- a scanner. Which is the name of the movie. <laughs> well, the the first scene is actually uh oh man, that's uh that was the shop the the mall scene. The mall right? scene, yeah. Where uh <laughs> yeah. we start off with our main protagonist. Um yeah. what I don't even know his fucking name. Uh I, Research I here. Central here. Yeah. Um he was uh, he's a homeless boy and um the actor is Stephen Lack uh playing Cameron Vale. So Cameron Vale. I'm going to stop talking about that scene. I just want to talk about him. Yeah. Because he's <laughs> he's so fucking bad. Dude. He's pretty bad and uh, oh just because the, it lines up with kind of us talking about him. Um he had, had obviously got that critique by people and what he said is that here we go. Um, <laughs> I, 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 this is, I keep you read about yes. this. Yeah. He, he yeah. basically said like, we didn't have a script on set. So oh, like, really? That's the I way was, Yeah. Like, like Cronenberg was, he had like <laughs> color coded drafts that he was working on. Like while we were filming through that, throughout the entire movie. And basically like the scenes that they filmed of him, he was uh, like basically only asking like questions mm-hmm. and he was kind of exposition, like dumb hero, man. And they kind of filled in the blanks around him with other actors. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of at least why he says he's kind of flat is because he didn't really even know, like, what he was supposed to feel. I don't know. Like, I could you and I could act better than that. I I agree. I I think that we've been on some very like sketchy, like Mm -hmm. sets where you just don't have much going on. Yeah. The, The way that he's just like, oh, how are you doing? I need to go help her. Yeah. Like super like robotic. And I was, and I was question, I guess like you answered my question that I had going into the film. I was like, is this like a, is this an artistic choice for him to be like bland like this because he's a scanner? No. You know what I I mean? I, I want to say about this movie overall is that it's very, this is like a, this is a hardcore like B movie. Like, like he had made, I think rabid and another movie before this, but this is actually like his most accessible movie. I think that maybe he's ever made, and that's kind of crazy. But I like, don't know. His later films are pretty accessible. Okay, excluding those, yeah. excluding like Eastern Promises and uh, History, of, History of Violence. Mean, I think this yeah. is kind of his most accessible, like standard kind of straightforward. I don't know plot. if it's accessible though. Yeah. Well, I just yeah. I mean, because like you have to be like. You have to be into the whole B movie like thing because of like the yeah. amount of like violence in in this. Yeah. Well, know? that's that's more me saying that as like saying <laughs> that his that's how strange his filmography is. Yeah, for sure. And how weird his movies are. Where Scanners is like maybe his most like accessible like think, mass me- mass market movie. You think The Fly is not as uh, accessible as Scanners? The Fly is a weird, very weird. weird, gross okay. movie. I think. Yeah, I think this is more accessible than that one. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, and I think this... I read that this was um, his first big, like, 
kind of box office hit too because like hmm. it kind of latched on with like I can see this being really I mean I don't know what happened with it but I can see this being like a super popular like midnight movie you know I think I mean? it is it's it yeah. has cult status for sure mm-hmm. um a lot, a lot of fucking weirdness in this movie but yeah the uh so the opening scene he's in that mall and mm-hmm. he's kind of getting no he gets uh triggered by the late the two ladies talking two old about ladies him yeah because he's like walking around he's wearing a kind of sketchy cloak he's homeless he's homeless and he's boy. picking food off of people's trays mm-hmm. and uh and then they're talking shit about him like it's so disgusting I and know how they let him in here yeah and he's sitting at this table and he like through no like in- intentional choice of his mm-hmm. own like she starts like having a fucking like mental breakdown like physical pain and like she falls on the ground, yeah. She starts like season, yeah, season. Um, you know that's because uh, because his because his attention was focused on them because they were talking about him, and that's the whole idea of like yeah. with the, I guess the parameters of the power is that scanners don't know how to focus because they get yeah. signals from all. It works yeah. on the nervous systems of, of different people. Yeah. And without the drug ephemeral, mm-hmm. they receive signals from everywhere. Yeah, and I, I so. like how the movie uh, shows and explains how that affects them negatively. Mm-hmm. Like, that a lot of them are homeless, a lot of them are, like, right. in institutions because, like, they can't handle that. Like, right. And we even get glimpses into... Uh, like that guy's mind early on after he gets he gets captured in the mall by mm. two guys and taken to this warehouse like a like an animal because they had the trank, tranquilizer yeah they tranked him yeah. uh, boy that that good mall chase scene oh, felt yeah. like I was watching a nineties uh, X Files <laughs> episode <laughs> um, the escalators that was pretty cool yeah the escalator that was fun um, and so yeah he gets taken to this warehouse they capture him and then they bring in just like dozens of like observers, like people like, I guess people in the medical community or something to watch Mm. him. And he's like losing his mind because, and it's like, it's one of the coolest, like visual, um, kind of storytelling things in the movie where like they're coming in and you start hearing voices and then they're all sitting down and it makes a point of showing all of Mm. them and none of them are talking. And it's just like loud, loud, like see that's crowds. That's the, uh, that's one point I wanted to make was that, one of the biggest merits of this film is the sound editing. Yeah. I mean, besides sure. the dope ass synth wave, you know how much I fucking love that <laughs> shit. Um, yeah. also just, uh, being able to understand their experience via the, uh, yeah. the sound editing with the multiple voices overlayered. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's really, it's really them. smart. Yeah. Yeah. And then cutting back to like him and him reacting and, Back to all those people with no not talking at all, yeah. You know, to effectively convey like what's going on in this head. And then when they when the doctor gives boy, we're gonna talk. I think an hour of this podcast is gonna be us talking about how incredible that doctor is. Oh yeah, that doctor's I love that. Great. Yeah, that doctor's and the actor. The actor's so mm. good. But uh, when he gives him ephemeral, like I love that. Like through the sound editing, it also just like decreases and it becomes right. like echoey, and then it finally goes away. Mm. It's pretty great. Yeah. Um. I also want uh, other actors. I want Michael Ironsides. In dude, this. hell yeah, man. Dude, Michael Ironsides fucking rules, dude. <laughs> yeah. uh, a, the main uh, antagonist of the... Uh, my, yeah, Michael Ironside with hair. Uh, maybe the yeah. last uh, <laughs> haired role that he had, maybe. 
but yeah, he's he good in this. I thought he was. Good. He's good. Yeah, he's better he's than creepy, the fucking. Man. He's better yeah. than the fucking main actor. That's for sure. Yeah, and, and he or, wasn't sneaking around. Well, he was kind of sneaking around because he's like Splinter Cell right now. And, um, <laughs> oh, you're saying at the beginning of the movie, or? Well, he's the voice of Sam Fisher. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So I was like, oh, that's Sam. I just kind of was like, where's Sam Fisher at? I was just kept looking for Sam Fisher. Right. So big, <laughs> but pop those goggles yeah. on, Sam. Yeah, because I'm a big fan of Splinter Cell as well, even Hell though yeah, it man. sounds. Um, I mean, if you listen to the other episodes, I'm a big Metal Gear Solid fan, so it's like yeah. it's not mutually exclusive. You no, can like them yeah, both. There's some overlap there. It's some fine. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, Twitter <laughs> people. <laughs> I'm not even on Twitter. Yeah, people just, are just ranting. Well, Adam, you can't like this bo- fucking guy. This guy likes Splinter Cell and he likes Metal Gear. No, no, sir. No, Hashtag sir. K- kill Adam Dolphin. Jesus Christ. I'll, di- I'll direct all those, all those uh, tweets your way. I'll, uh, I'll send them to your email address. Oh, that's how God. You- <laughs> just create a fake Twitter of me and then um, you'll put how out. How have I not done that already? <laughs> With just like one of like the pictures of you in like the ghoul beaters costume oh or something. God. Just like God, well I'm gonna do that tonight actually and just put like I love Ted Cruz oh my on, God. on Twitter. Just God. Just be a total oh, Jesus Christ. No, I'm just I kidding. could I could sue for that, couldn't I? <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. Uh, but yeah, uh, Michael Ironside is is uh oh man, should we I want to get into spoilers already, but he's he's an assassin scan. Yeah, well, his intro yeah. is the infamous scene, right? Um, dude, I I love his intro scene because mm. it's like the, uh, it's another so guy cool. yeah. is saying, you know, I I want to pick somebody to scan, and he gives them, you know, the disclaimers how it can like cause like no yeah, at Consec, and, which is the Consec, uh, yeah. security private security firm that it, that the doctor is mm-hmm. belongs to, yeah. Um, little bit of a signature move, uh, director trademark, hmm. um, that fucking Cronenberg loves like pharma, like making pharmaceutical corporations, like a big component mm. to his movies. For, That's for pretty interesting. Reason. Yeah. Um, well, I guess cause the seventies of the, uh, you know, whole drug culture and then yeah. the, uh, industrialization of the pharmaceutical companies, probably a big impact on them. Cause I, I don't imagine them being like. I mean, I don't really have much of a history. Maybe I should get my brother on the podcast. Maybe he has a history of pharmacy. That'd be good to get him on a Cronenberg episode. That'd be interesting. <laughs> my brother? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Uh, um, but yeah, it's... Uh, it, the. F- I wanted to talk about why it's called ephemeral. Because I, okay. it sounded really familiar to me. Yeah, yeah. Because the word ephemeral, it means um, lasting for a very short time. That's the definition of ephemeral. Okay. With an AL at the end. Yeah, yeah. And ephemer, ephem, ephemeral, like the drug, yeah. makes them... Um, Quiets the... Quiet horses. for a short time. I assume uh-huh. that's the reasoning That's got to be, yeah. That makes yeah. sense. It's like, oh, you know, that's, that's kind of... a clever little, uh, little, little naming clever little there. thing there, yeah. I yeah. don't know if there's anything deeper to it, but... Yeah. I doubt it. No, I mean, it, and it's like, uh, along with, like, the pharmaceutical corporation thing... Um, like See, drugs and uh-huh. drug use, he's like fascinated with too, mm. uh, and like experimental drugs and like, like he's yeah he's like really fascinated in that like chemical like biological side of of humanity and uh, god damn it I, I already forgot what it was specifically but he was even like going to I think it might be medical school like so he's always had that fascination with like biology and like the human body and stuff mm-hmm. which is funny because it ties into like him eventually creating like body horror. Like like the perverse side of like biology, right? Um, 
But yeah, so Michael Ironside, his intro uh, is fucking great. He goes up on stage to be like the volunteer for the the scanner, the scanner. Yeah, yeah. because this is like um, and you, you find out later, like this is the scanners like big coming out. He want they wanted to events. show it to a bunch of politicians. That's yeah, and to show the power of a mm-hmm. of a scanner, and wanted to make a demonstration of his powers. Yeah, and then uh, Michael Ironside said he he decides to volunteer, mm-hmm. and then you have a great super tense scene. Yeah, dude, dude the, mu- the music yeah. in in some of those like tension scenes, uh-huh. like the the building, uh, like I think it's string instruments. Mm-hmm. Uh, it like reminded me of like what movies are doing today with like the increasing like um, mm. what do you call that like uh, octaves like a pitch yeah there you go mm-hmm. um, like getting sharper and sharper like mm-hmm. the score does that on this scene as Michael Ironside we find out oh he's scanning the scanner right and like it's not going well for the scanner yeah. uh, to the point where his fucking head blows up dude the <laughs> acting in that scene is so intense yeah like I don't know how he. Dr- how he got these people to, because that's that's what I was wondering during all those scanning scenes. How they got him to emote so disturbingly? Yeah, you know how like disturbing like all the characters. Pretty yeah, much. whenever yeah. they start, yeah. or anyone who's got scanned or whoever is scanning, like they were like totally, they were super intense. Yeah, yeah, you know they 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 really double down on like the effect that it's having on them, and it, right. and it's like it. In in some circumstances in the movie, it, it comes across as a little cheesy, but for the most part, like it's pretty like you buy into the fact that like that they're feeling physical pain, like they're going because of the the sound cross pollinated with the sound design. Exactly, yeah, the sound design, the music. Um, so yeah, we find out this is like the villain intro. Uh, Michael Ironside is blowing motherfuckers' heads up. Yeah, and. Uh, they try to give him ephemeral, but then he scans his way out yeah, of it. Yeah, he fucking does a little Jedi mind trick on the uh, doctor, mm-hmm. shoots ephemeral into his own hand, the doctor does, mm. and then there's this fucking long ass... Dude, I love that, like, chase, that, uh... Not even chase. car chase, it's yeah. like, it's like he takes over the mind of the driver, mm. um, crashes it, and then just has <laughs> people kill each other. Like, I, it's so brutal. I love the, I love the, uh, I love that scene in the other car... Because I wrote down the quote because it's so fucking funny. Mm. Like, the guy gets scanned, the driver gets scanned, and he's controlling him. And the guy in the the backseat says, I'm going to kill you if you don't do it. Yeah. Like, like, uh, fucking pull back. And I was like, why would you say that? (laughs) Like, he's driving. I remember thinking that, too. (laughs) Like, like, the guy speeds up a little bit. And he's like, like, what are you doing? And then a second later, he aims a gun at his head. Jesus Christ. It's like, whoa, holy shit. Like, even if he does kill him, like, he's going (laughs) to, like, crash the fucking car. Yeah. Like, you just don't, like, I I guess that's, um, when I, I mean, when I went to security school. Yeah. When when the driver doesn't listen to you, you yeah. point a gun at you. You got to aim a gun at their head. <laughs> you got to show them who's boss, tell them to get back in line. You got to you got you got to follow that carpool, man. That was the first day in security yeah, school. Yeah, first man. security Remember school that? day uh, with carpool. with a PJ and PJ and, and Schmitzel and and Schmitzel. Don, Don, Donnie and and Briscoe <laughs> and Ted and Ted in security school all of us we just like to drink beer yeah you know I like we, beer we all say right. I'm gonna kill you if you don't drink it <laughs> this is gonna be so topical when this <laughs> drops in two months um, <laughs> hopefully less than that but um, 
Yeah, but I, I love that scene. And then uh, when he's like, it's so tense also mm. because he's like having these guys just take each other out. Um, like the the one car stops to check on the guys in the other car right. that already crashed and mm. exploded in like glorious 80s fashion. Where like if you hit a curb, your car explodes. Like that was so <laughs> great. And I love the um, right after that when he finally gets to the last guy, uh, yeah. Michael Ironside. And the guy like uh, was trying to shoot Michael Ironside. Mm-hmm. But instead, he gets scanned, of course, and yeah. then starts pulling like the gun on his head. Yeah, yeah. And then you had the uh, the, the focus switch to Michael Ironside in the background. Yeah, when he fires great. the gun, I was like, "Oh, that's that's a cool shot." Yeah, like for one, sure. You know, that's a very cool shot. Um, and let's see. So yeah, that's that's how we're introduced to uh, fuck. What was his name? Daryl. Daryl Rid- Raddick. Riddick. Rad- Raddick. 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 I think something something with an R. Ride Dick, I think, is what it was. <laughs> I mean, everyone wants to ride, ride Michael Ironside's dick. <laughs> I mean, talk about Hollywood heartthrob. <laughs> Michael Ironside. I can't even see that. Like, what's streaming? Michael the, Ironside. I mean, dude, the sexual awakening that I'm sure everybody had watching Starship Troopers was just completely like un, like nothing before. <laughs> But uh, when I heard his voice on Splinter Cell, I just I touched myself for the very first time in my life. And he never went back. <laughs> you can you can only get off now to Splinter Cell themed um, erotica. Yeah, but I had to have his voice like in the background. It doesn't yeah. work if I mean, like I can see the images and they're great. But I mean, you got to have without the sound. that Ironside uh, <laughs> vocal track. Nothing. You're going nowhere, chief. <laughs> I ain't get. I mean, I might start off with the with the no images, and then like you know, at yeah, the end of it, you gradually uh, you increase the volume on the Iron Side uh, solo track that you're playing off YouTube. Oh my god! Why isn't there a songs. vinyl called Ironside? Ironside, vo- dude. Ironside's a sick name for yeah, like a metal fucking... band or something, right? Isn't that's that, got to uh, exist? What's the name of the the Game of Thrones family? Uh, the uh, Iron. Oh. Right? You know what I'm talking about? Iron the iron. Throne? You know the the uh, fuck. Iron, Anybody listening the iron, is screaming at I know, us. right? The Iron Boys of, of the, the iron Coast. Iron Boys. Iron Coast. Ah, oh, god damn. You know it. what I'm talking about? The I do, one, I do, I do. The yeah. one with the one that have all the ships and stuff. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> god damn it. Yeah, the Greyjoys. The Greyjoys. But like but they're the part of the Iron, Iron Islands or something, right? I think that might be it. Let's just Whatever. accept that as being it. Well, Michael Ironside is the king of the I- the Greyjoys. The Greyjoys. <laughs> <laughs> um anyways. Yeah. Um so I thought I was thinking about like the the motivation of of uh of the film, kind of like the themes behind it. Yeah, yeah. And since it was the 80s, a lot of it was, you know, the the Cold War uh, paranoia. So yeah. I was thinking, I mean, a lot of spy games, you know, going on between yeah. USSR and uh, the United States. So it, mm-hmm. it's, um, I wanted to make that kind of the, uh, what kind of drove like the idea of the scanners. You know, you have this, you have like, spies you know all over the place and you're not really sure of like who yeah. is what 
you don't really know who's a spy. Just same with like you don't know who's a scanner. That's you interesting. Know what I, mean? I, I think that's definitely yeah. I think that's definitely the mm-hmm. case. And and even even um, like what what pretty much goes down in the next scene of the movie is we're introduced to the new head of Consec, right? Right. Uh, that that's the company's name, right? Consec. Consec okay. Yeah. Um, and the yeah, and we see chief, him. I think yeah. Yeah, we see him meeting with somebody on the uh, next to like down in the subway basically and we're like we don't know who that is and it's like it's a very like, like a cold war scene. Yeah, yeah like, like a cold, cold war, war scene yeah yeah where they're like sharing intel and mm-hmm. stuff like that and um so we know like oh something's not quite right with this new head of consec like mm-hmm. like he he doesn't just want to uh like save the scanners or like research them like the doctor mm-hmm. does and you just don't know what is you don't know what he's up to it's obviously not what it seems sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, and so the doctor, Paul Ruth, is that, um, name? Yeah. Yeah. Is that the actor's name or the, the name? character, okay. the actor Dr. Ruth. is Patrick Swayze, Mick. Oh, <laughs> that'd be amazing. Patrick, Patrick McGugan. I feel like I've heard that before. McGugan? I'm going to look more into this guy, but yeah, he's amazing. Like his, and maybe it's just like in contrast mm-hmm. to how bad the lead is. Yeah. But like when this guy comes on the screen, man, like he just like has your attention. He has like the um what's the word? Like the gravitas of mm-hmm. like a fucking like an Einstein or something. Mm-hmm. And like he's sitting here talking about scanners. And what I noticed just, like a weird he's character so control of like what he's saying. Yeah, 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 exactly. And like I a weird character tick that he had that I noticed is that like he's always like leaning back. Dude, I was just gonna say in his chairs and like I was his, like, his neck. So- disappears Great. into the uh the folds of his head yeah and like that's yeah. how he's introduced in that first consec meeting after yeah. um uh Ironside like, i don't give a shit about what the security chief is saying he yeah. doesn't know what the fuck he's talking he's like about. he's like the guy who's always yeah. the smartest person in the room mm. and you know he reveals like hey uh you know i found this scanner yeah. you know it's our last one uh that we know of um you know that set design with the uh with the meeting, yeah, it had like silver walls and then red carpeting. Yeah, you know what it reminded me? Of? It reminded me of like some eighties like game, like Duke Nukem or something. It's kind of <laughs> you know, it's got I that kind that. of like retro futurism sort of yeah. thing. You know, I could yeah, I could definitely see like, that. This yeah. is what slick looks like in the eighties. Yeah, you know it's I mean? trying it's trying to go for like a yeah like a slick kind of proto futurist uh, yeah. kind of uh, set design. Mm. Um, and well, yeah. And so he reveals that they have a scanner who they can, um, have infiltrate like the scanners, Mm -hmm. um, like group pretty much be a spy. Be a spy. Pretty much. So fuck. Yeah, man. This is like, this is a spy movie. This spy, pretty much. Sci-fi. Interesting. Sci-fi spy. Sci-spy. Spy-fi. Okay, Ooh. hashtag spy-fi. Spy-fi is pretty good. Let's make good. that a fucking thing. That should legitimately be so a So you got genre. slime punk, and then you got... We're, we're cooking up Look genres over here, Director Showdown. Look, we're the... Hollywood. We're the, we're the genre chefs. Come on. Let's just call it genre chefs. Genre chefs, the podcast. That's just what we're what we're going to change the name to after yeah, this. Yeah, we're, we're, we're fraud hacks, so we should just, you know... <laughs> Cut us a check, and we'll just we'll promote whatever you want us to. Yeah, Fuck it. I like purple beds. <laughs> I like purple beds. I like orange shoes. I like brown belts. We'll Those are the them. name of the companies. Yeah, brown brown belts. <laughs> That's the worst name for a belt company. Is brown belts. Brown belts. We got belts. They're brown. 
What like all your other belts that you have? Yeah, two ninety nine. Get your brown belt, and that's three hundred dollars. Not two hundred ninety nine. Hey, that's how much some fucking fancy. The finest quality brown. Finest brown. (laughs) The finest browns. Only from the 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 browns of indigenous people in the Jesus Peru mountains. I was gonna say made out of the football players. Skin. It's kind of <laughs> clever, I guess. Uh, yeah. It's not. Um, but anyway, mm. so uh, bad actor man, Scanner Boy, um, starts to infiltrate the Scanner Group, uh-huh. and uh, and then there's another like fucking violent shootout that happens. And uh, that are you talking about that like main like shootout that when because um, we're skipping the. Uh, Skipping a lot of stuff. Okay, what what are we skipping, man? Yeah, the um the artist scenes. Oh my god, dude! I love the whole like art. That's so Cronenberg. Yeah, Yeah, his like weird, gross body art stuff. That was so cool. I like that stuff. Yeah, for sure. It was really neat. The um he he the only lead that they had was a scanner who was an artist. That's right. Yeah, and he used to be in jail, and um he. Instead of using a drug, ephemeral, he actually mm-hmm. becomes like concentrated and focused when he does art, which is like yeah. very, uh, very cool in, in the, in the uh, realm of that universe. Because I think that you could say the same thing about like, I don't know, just any mental illness, really. Like how yeah. there's a lot of people who use art as their conduit as coping, for yeah, mechanism yeah. for it. Yeah. As instead of like, you know, drugs. So mm-hmm. it's like, there's actually a lot of cool things going on in this film. Yeah. And the bad stuff is only due to a certain somebody in this film. Mm-hmm. Talking it, Ironside again. No, not Ironside fucking main bad actor boy. He was the worst part. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, definitely. He was the worst part of the film. He's kind of a nothing character. Mm. He's like a a boring Luke Skywalker. Yeah, he's like a vessel that's not interesting. Like, you don't want to be that vessel. Because, like, when we talked about Escape from New York... It's like, yeah, you want to be that vessel. You want to be that like For empty sure. vessel there. But the, the the vessel in this one is is a little too empty and yeah, he's very lame. <laughs> <laughs> he he he's looks a, like he looks yeah. like uh, the music teacher at your middle school. <laughs> like he he he's such a lame. And you know, he I'm looks sorry. like he used to be handsome. You know, but then he like got. Really I apologize, strong. Stephen Lack. You've um, had a illustrious career oh, since. God, God, he's probably passed away or something. I feel really bad, but. <laughs> You could say his career was lacking in merit quality. Quality. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Substance. Substance. Um, So the art, the artist, um, he makes these really, um, these really cool sculptures. Mm -hmm. I really like that part because the sculptures are really Really cool. I yeah. didn't. I didn't know if it was like just for the film or an actual art exhibit. Well, I you think uh, I, mean? I don't know. I I wouldn't be surprised if like Cronenberg made a lot of that because he's like an artist too. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Like he he does like weird art shit like that. Mm. Um. So I wouldn't be surprised, but at, at least like on a conceptual level, like coming up with them was probably part of his his idea. Yeah, because um, a lot of them conveyed like really white. You kind of expect a scanner would experience the art. Yeah, the art that a scanner would like. There's, mm. there's the one with like one guy 
beneath a bunch of others and a bunch yeah, of like lines. little tentacles, like lines going yeah. into his head. And it's like, yeah, it's yeah, like really cool, cool, really yeah. cool stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he scans his way through the art exhibit mm-hmm. and then, uh, he scans the, <laughs> God, how many, how many times are we going to say scan in this fucking episode? Probably 300 or more. What's another least? word for scan? Um, um uh, t- uh, Something funny, Brand. <laughs> Something <laughs> funny. Okay. Anyways, he he finds out where the artist lives, and mm. and uh, there's a whole shootout scene in that one. Remember? Yeah, that? in yeah. the the warehouse mm. that uh, the you know main uh, artist, lame character yeah. man gets uh, mm. wrapped up in, and um, that 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 scene with the with the uh, with the artist and how he like has a little like sitting space inside a huge head i was yeah. like that'd be kind of cool to have you know yeah, like, he has like, it's like a cushion inside this very like, cool huge human head. and like kind of like off-putting yeah at um, the same time yeah yeah and he has like a weird like comb over thing going on mm-hmm. did you notice i want to bring this up because i i noticed it most heavily during the scene um like there there's some weird there was some weird adr stuff in this movie right yeah for where sure. it really seemed mm-hmm. like they had to do adr in a lot of people's lines for whatever reason and I feel like that's majority of our main protagonists. Right. Yeah. It feels like even for Ironside him, had some weird some like, ADR too. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they had to like redub over a lot of the, the lines for whatever reason. But I feel like that's a lot of just movies in general. Yeah. I, th- I think 80s too. It was yeah. especially so. And it was harder to cover up the seams, mm-hmm. I think. Um, so this movie has some obvious. Uh, like ADR stuff going on, but it never really like, I don't know, breaks it too much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like kind of knowing that it was in the eighties kind of almost suspended my disbelief. Yeah. Per se. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, it kind of blows my mind whenever I think about like, what am I going to, am I going to say, do react the same way with films that I've seen recently, you know, like in modern Mm -hmm. times and whatnot. Yeah. Because, like, you know, with if you rewatch The Matrix, it's like, it's not exactly like. Yeah, right. You know, the, the any, any big movie from when we were kids, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. And, that's true. But it's like, is there a certain time that passes that your suspension of disbelief, like, increases because of its age? You know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, with this, like, it's a good amount of time you know that it was back then. Yeah. And that you could excuse the. Um, the kind of, the the kind of rough wonky, edges. yeah, rough edges. You know what? It's got a matrix. Like it's kind of like, oh yeah, that's not so great. I, I bet it's. I bet it's you right know? around then, man. It's probably right around like uh, turn of the millennium for us. Yeah. You know, like like late nineties, because like even mid nineties, you have to suspend belief. But I feel like early two thousand stuff, mm-hmm. we just kind of like accept still. You know, mm-hmm. um, like Lord of the Rings. You know, like Lord of the Rings still holds up. To me, when I when I watch it, but like Terminator, well, Terminator Two it looks fucking fantastic. Yeah, well, there are some that are just Park that, that good, you know, like that. Yeah, what does Jurassic Park? Jurassic Park, yeah, yeah. The, that one still does too. There's there's some that are just so good that they overcome transcend, that. Yeah. yeah, they like transcend it. Mm. Uh, like, yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of examples of of movies like that. I think, mm-hmm. but it's just kind of a just a thought that I kind of had when we we go back. In time for these movies. Yeah, watch older movies. Mm-hmm. So what what happens after the artist thing? Like, what, what, what? Uh, Well, he... 
he meets up. Oh yeah, he meets up with the lady. In their That's whole right. little and they're group. doing their, their little, little seance. Their little seance. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. they're all like doing this weird thing where they like become one nervous system. There's like seven or eight scanners all sitting around a table and none of them are speaking like with their mouths, but they're kind of doing this chant until their voices become one voice. Right. And uh yeah, our our you know, the main guy is there, he met up with them. Um and the like female lead of the movie who's yeah, like who's, kind of another character. Also another She's a babe though, total babe. Mm-hmm. Um and then it's uh disrupted by some fucking iron side uh brain um fucking guys. <laughs> Any other way would have been better, uh, a better way to put that. Um, brain uh, he fucking, he like gets in guys heads and like has him go in there with shotguns. And he like has this whole little army mm. that he is uh, mind controlling. See, I didn't even pick up on that. You're right. That is exactly what, because I thought that I was, was kind confused. of like generic goons sort of thing. Almost. Yeah. I was, I was confused by it and I was like, wait, who are these guys? People that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like same with the guys in the warehouse who kill the artist. I think that's mm-hmm. like him controlling people to go kill, you know, mm-hmm. I think. Wait, or were they scanners? I don't think they were scanners. No, because he's, they he's rogue. Been scanners because they wouldn't have used guns. I think that's true. And, yeah. and he's gone rogue. Like the movie makes a point to show that like and he's kind of doing his own thing. Yeah. Um, and so another like shootout occurs and, um, Bunch of scanners die. I think every scanner, except dude, that that shootout is actually pretty pretty dope too. Mm-hmm. Um, when they're like racing down in the van and like they're all getting killed, and that it's was just intense. like violent. Yeah, that was super intense. Yeah, like, like you were just shotguns. fucking dying. Like Cronenberg yeah. didn't give a fuck. It was just killing off all these people. Yeah, like all of them were getting killed. Everyone, everyone you talk to dies or whatever, <laughs> whatever that guy said. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so they make their escape. Uh, main guy and pretty lady. And in a vinyl um, shop and a vinyl shop. That's yeah. right. Uh, and they get to a basement and, uh, it's kind of like hinted at that. She doesn't have the power or something, you know, cause she yeah. isn't because he's the one who ends up like making that when the, one of the dudes like walk away mm-hmm. with the shotgun. That's right. Yeah. Know? Cause a guy like snuck in there following them mm-hmm. to kill them. And then he kind of mind controls that guy to mm-hmm. fuck off or does he kill himself or something like that? I think he just fucks off. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he kills himself. And, um, uh, yeah. I mean, now we're getting into like third act stuff, I think pretty yeah, much. Right? Cause they call up a uh, doc and he's in his, is in his baller ass chair at a bar Oh, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) Like, he looks so fucking, like, aristocratic as fuck. Yeah, yeah, just leaning back in a fucking, like, like, big chair. Like, it starts with the fireplace. Like, I remember how it Oh, that's right, yeah. And you see, like, a huge, like, on top of the fireplace, there's, like, a huge selection of, like, trophies. And I was like, who the fuck is this? Who fucking lives here? (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, oh, it was a bar, but it was just kind of like, it just pans to him just on his chair, super relaxed. Yeah. And it's like, phone call for you, sir. (laughs) I don't even know what Um, I said. Yeah. And then, and then they, well, then they end up, he ends up going undercover under this, um, in this, uh, another pharmaceutical corporation. Right. Um, right. and I kind of forget about, forgot how those dots connect. So he wanted to find out 
where ephemeral was coming from because right. the guy that he told to fuck off had the little um that's right vial. that's right and there was a logo on it and mm-hmm. he tracked the logo back to the corporation and wouldn't you know it ironside 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 is the fucking that's all ironside y'all uh, <laughs> just like, just he's, he's like fucking heading up shit yeah he's the, the one who's making the drug pharmaceutical corporation this guy using his cool early 80s what was the name of the company it was like bio dude something. i can't even remember it's it like, like a bio, crazy biocarbon it had carbon in it i know it's, yeah and then the last word yeah. was really cool but i forgot mm-hmm. what it was uh, biocarbon real cool forgot what it was bio-carbon company money. God damn it. I remember thinking the name was so cool, but really complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like biocarbon, something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so he hacks into the computer there after he sees Ironside, finds out. <laughs> well, what the let's, fuck? let's not, let's not, okay. let's not kind of over, let's not pass over that small little like detail. Yeah. Because it, at first I was like, well, how the fuck does this guy know how to use a goddamn computer? Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, he yeah. just he just somehow just know he's like, he used to be homeless. Yeah. So it's like, and all of a sudden he's like fucking Ferris Bueller and War Games. Sorry to mix the references. I forgot. But it's Matthew important because we'll come to that second. point later. So put a you know a bookmark on that. I guess you're right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I guess I didn't come back. So it to actually think about makes that. sense. It's not a silly like point. Okay. Actually. Yeah. You know. So he yeah he hacks into the computer, finds mm-hmm. out Consec is involved. The ripe program the ripe program that's right mm-hmm. um so it's like what the fuck is the right program we're at why is consec like getting in here with ironside what's going on right after that i think pretty much uh we're seeing the head of consec at the fucking uh subway station again meeting up with somebody who is it michael ironside ironside baby Woo! And you, you knew it was him from the beginning, right? <laughs> like when I first saw the meeting, I was like, "Well, they're not showing us Ironside, but I think it's Ironside." I kept thinking that that security chief looks like Mueller, and I was just like, "Oh, oh of of Consec? Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah I could see the like Mueller. Vibes. I was like, "Don't, don't make Mueller a bad. Don't guy. make him a bad guy. But he's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. In this one. Um, yep. Working with Ironside. Working with Ironside. And uh, from there, they pretty much." Head back to to Consec, and we're in uh, end of the movie shit. End of the movie shit, end and we find shit. some reveals and there's some, a, a lot of things start fucking coming together, coming to light. You could yes. say, yeah. Um, we'll skip over the details, but the deets. But pretty much the right program. Append. Uh, oh, that was a cool scene though. With when they went into the. Doctor's yeah. office. Oh, that was really unsettling, man. Yeah. I just, I just, rem- I that really, especially how you have, you just had a child me. too. Yeah, that's probably the reason why. Like, uh, it's the chick who's getting scanned, right? Yeah, she gets scanned while she was in the receptionist area. Yeah, and there's a pregnant woman there, and it's and not the pregnant woman doing it. Doing it. It's her unborn. Is that, is that baby? Is that fetus? Is that baby boy or girl? Baby? <laughs> oh, yeah, it could be a girl. So, it so so David Cronenberg is pro life. Oh, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Of all the things to take away from that like weird scene, uh, no, the baby starts. The unborn baby starts scanning yeah. um, uh, her, and then they find out that ephemeral 
causes scanners. Scanners when yeah. you give it to pregnant women, mm-hmm. um, and that's actually loosely based on a thing that was uh, happening. I was reading in the forties or forties and fifties. Um, not creating scanners, obviously, but they were giving this drug to pregnant women. Yeah. And it was causing, I forgot even what the result was, but it was causing some kind of like sustained result in their children. Like the fact that they were getting this medicine. Right. I mean, I mean, you can just say just with alcohol or anything like, yeah, you know, it's any sort of, it's going to affect the, the baby. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but you I, get, you get, you become X-Men. Yeah. Become X-Men. With this movie's girl. like creepy. 80s X-Men is kind of is kind of what scanners is. It's like is. what X-Men First Class was supposed to be. <laughs> the good one? The, the one that's <laughs> the one like maybe the only good X-Men movie? The only movie. good X-Men movie. Um, kind of, I guess, a little bit. Um, Cold War, you got mutants. I guess so, yeah. Kevin Bacon is in both of them. He was the baby. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Bacon was Kevin. The Bacon He's was Kevin Baby. <laughs> It's unaccredited Kevin Bacon. Un, yeah, uncredited. As ba- unborn baby. Yeah. That'd be kind of weird, right? If like some actor was like actually like How, that would be pretty be crazy, so strange, right? right? Yeah. We should look up that baby. If any if any famous <laughs> actors got their start got as a fetus in a pregnant woman <laughs> in a movie. It's probably just some balloon up her fucking dress, honestly. It's so yeah, weird. probably. She's probably not actually pregnant. Yeah. Um I but, was expecting like some explosion coming out of her fucking belly though. dude i, I kind of was too yeah <laughs> um but boy they save that for the end huh dude okay so but you don't want to like spoilery go over the, the end too much or oh yeah we should we should i mean we pretty okay. much spoiled the entire yeah. movie already. and and yeah. uh main guy and ironside are mm-hmm. brothers they were the first they're baby brothers uh, they're i should say their mom was the first one to get ephemeral right because the doc is their dad, their dad. that's right Fuck, I forgot about that. How mm-hmm. did I forget about that? Um, and so, yeah, he gave, I guess, his wife, their mom, uh, mm-hmm. high dosage. And What was the... Uh, what, uh, oh, so ephemeral was just supposed to, like, calm them, right? Do Because they were going through, like, pregnancy pains or something. I think that was... It was something thing. very... Yeah, yeah, very just, like, straightforward. Yeah, it wasn't even that, like, they were trying to... Not a big to, deal. But it ended up being, like, it, you know, ended up giving these crazy results right yeah boy i hope uh when they were the first scanners yeah i really hope david cronenberg isn't a um like an autism truther like oh a, okay so he's an anti-vaxxer like i hope he's not an anti-vaxxer dude he's he, no he's not He's not. I'm giving he, you the benefit you know, of the doubt here, know, Dave. I could see how he could be. Right? Because well, this is kind of a big anti-vaxxy movie when you <laughs> kind of think about it. Well, yeah, because the pharmaceutical company's all fucked up and whatnot. Yeah, oh, they're wow. the villains. We forgot to... Oh, man. We had to go... Okay, let's it rewind back. it. Back. Rewind it. <laughs> okay. What do, what do you... What did we forget? All that. The final... The showdown between Mueller and, um, and Main Guy. Because... Because... Uh, yeah. The the main what can we call him? Bad actor man uh escapes the escapes consect because uh Mueller, I, I can't keep calling him Mueller. Yeah. Uh, security chief. Oh yeah, the and, um uh, the interview scene. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, yeah. yeah. Great so scene. So that's when he finds out that the doc is not bad and he's benign and all this. Yeah. And then they escape because I wanted to get to the really cool scene. In the phone booth where 
um, he hacks into the database. Oh my god! How did we forget about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He oh. hacks into the yeah. database at Consec via his fucking booth nervous system. Nervous system via phone booth. Yeah, via phone booth. Because computers have nervous systems. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. That no, scene I love was that. so fucking great, man. I was like, oh yeah. No, and then he, oh my God. How did I forget this scene? This scene's yeah. insane because he's hacking into the computers. He's getting, he locks them out mm-hmm. uh, of the right program, the bad guys. They're like, hey, we can't access it. Somebody else is in it right now. Yeah. And then shit starts <laughs> fucking no, blowing guy. up. It's like his, oh my God, it's well, so that, good. That, guy, that, that scientist man who said that. Yeah. I can't get into it. There's there's someone into it right now. It's like, well, do well. What can we do? Back? <laughs> it's it's funny to see like those type of scenes back then because yeah. like you're kind of used to how like our generation like kind of is aware of computers and whatnot. Yeah, it's very very yeah. early technology. Like it's kind of cool to see back then. <laughs> you know, like this kind of retro like techno yeah. thriller one might say yeah yeah like psych- psychological uh techno thriller like he he like taps into the computers gets he's the information, taking all the files out and then just like the guy's head they set it up dude they set it up at the beginning his mm-hmm. head exploded the fucking computer starts going bananas mm. uh and this whole it's a big ass computer room shit starts blowing up yeah main main concept you have that really cool that really cool scene, like it keeps intercutting with uh, a circuit board, and you know how Cronenberg, like he's filming like the circuit board, to kind of convey like him going yeah. through the. Yeah, I loved that. That's yeah. so cool. I love that. Was that. a really cool way of doing it. Yeah. Like it was, um, like he yeah, was like 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 it was inside somebody's body yeah. or something. But it's like in a computer, like yeah, in the computer's he was mind. scanning the the circuit, the nervous system. Yeah, it's yeah. Cool. It's a really it, it really cool. sells you on how right. ridiculous it is. it's like. A, it's ridiculous, but it, he sells it by his execution. That's I why think. I think it's a very. I think this is that's why this is on the Criterion, which we haven't talked about yet. Uh, yeah, that's right. Collection. Criterion Janus Pictures. Yeah, yeah, because of how like. That kind of imagery, I don't think, was really conveyed per se. I mean, you had some in two thousand one Space Odyssey, but mm. I think in the sense of like the internet, like I mean, the internet was like in its very, 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 very early ages. But yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the only film of that era that I know of that kind of like really capitalizes on that sort of like yeah internet um like connectivity yeah per se. you know well, using I mean, telephone he, tools to connect to a database you know yeah that is really cool mm-hmm. like it's like he pretty much it's there's like a neural network going on between his mind right. and the computer it's super interesting yeah, yeah and uh and so shit starts going haywire like everybody in that computer room dies including uh consec uh con man mm-hmm. uh security chief security chief guy who sold con, uh consec out um yeah, he dies there. Uh, what I love is that they like double down on it. Uh, it makes its way back to the telephone booth. They mm. run out of the telephone booth. The telephone booth explodes. Wait, no, the the phone itself that he's holding to his yes, ear it melts, <laughs> and it's so fucking cool. It's like a weird, gross, like yeah. body horror thing slime but for a punky. phone. Yeah, yeah, very slime, slime punk, punky. very slime punk, and then it explodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
the whole telephone booth. And doesn't more shit explode? Oh, like the gas station dude, and shit? It was great because like the guy, the the tech, the gas technician was filling up the car, and he's yeah. like dripping like gas oh everywhere. My God, yeah. And then he says, "Oh shit." <laughs> That's right, and then the gas station explodes. Because I'm pretty sure they ADR'd that oh shit. Yeah. Like, oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> All right, Craig. That's take thirty-eight. We we just have to keep that one. All right, you're. That's. I fine. can give you one more. Oh shit! Come on. One more. Fine, Craig. One more. Oh shit! F- fine, Craig. That's the one we're going with. All right. And and folks, we are not exaggerating. Yeah, it's a real good oh shit. Maybe I can find it and put it in. I'm going to try and find it and put it in here. Okay, insert here. Oh shit. Oh shit! Because that's one of the best oh shits I've ever heard in in cinema. It's really good. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm really glad that you circled back around to that. Very, Mm. really important to cover that. That seems great. It's like this film is like is like a platinum B movie. If you yeah, can it's very very that. much um, the a B movie, highest quality B movie I've ever seen. You yeah. know, and then we finally get to the final showdown of uh, Daryl uh, yes. Reddick or what Raddick Reddick Ironside versus uh, um, boring. Boring man. Boring uh, protagonist man. Because he gets fucking tranked, right? They get tranked again, and yeah, they get tranked. Yeah, and then he gets brought to Ironside. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got this badass office. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and he looks fucking sick with his loosened up tie and his vest. Yeah, he looks does. Like a cool ass. He looks cool as hell. Um, and yeah, this is when this is when we find out, you know, the pregnancy stuff that they're brothers. Um, that's their dad. That's their dad. And then he basically has his like, sorry to compare it to this, but like Dark Vader to Luke moment, like join me, like we are right. the powerful ones, like let's take over the world. Let's rule the world, yeah. Let's rule the fucking world, we'll get every, we'll, every pregnant woman, we'll get but fucking the doc was a br- medicine. the doc was a brilliant man, he wasn't bad. He wasn't a bad man. Yeah, <laughs> just... Really just like... Ugh. Really selling that this is the final showdown <laughs> and there's a lot of emotion. You just found out that was your yeah. brother. And, you know, you're really selling that. You're, you're, you're flabbergasted. Oh, Steve, you lot, like, lack. I just don't understand how how Cronenberg just let him get away with it. Because, like, Cronenberg yeah. directed this film well, except for him. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. And they're... You know, okay... You haven't seen The Brood, but he did The Brood in 79, Mm -hmm. and that's a similar thing where everything in that movie is really good, but the main actor is bad. Yeah. And it's like, oh, dude, this movie is fucking nuts and crazy, but like, ah, your main guy isn't really selling it. I don't know why. I don't know why. Maybe maybe I'll look into that and see like why he picked these guys. I don't know. Maybe maybe he just has a budget or he's in a hurry and, you know... He has to deal with film reel as opposed to like, Maybe. you know, um, digital. So you can't take as many takes. And yeah, I mean, he. I this know. might be the last one that he has a that I've seen because Videodrome has uh, James 
Woods. Sp- James Woods. Yeah. Uh, renowned piece of shit, James Woods. <laughs> is he a piece of shit? He's a know. piece of shit, what dude. Happened? He's just like a huge, like, fucking conservative Twitter guy. Oh, He's yeah, a piece of garbage, dude. Right. Like, yeah, dude, his tweets infuriate me yeah. when I see him. But, um, but I mean, that aside, he's a good yeah. actor. Um, okay, and yeah. then he has uh, fucking Goldblum. Like, he has Viggo right, Mortensen right. later. Like, so... He, he obviously he gets up there. Yeah, he, he like grows out of, he gets to a grows point where. Grows out of lack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, out of lack. Maybe he says like, hmm, I think my movies could be better if I get really good lead actors. <laughs> they can really make a break of film, man. Yeah, yeah dude. And they, they don't quite, they don't break this one, but like they it doesn't help it. things. It doesn't help. And that's what I'm saying. Like Cronenberg was so good at his script and his directing that despite, yeah. despite, despite lack, that guy. <laughs> Man, we're really shitting on him. Yeah, I, but hope he's not I mean, a listener. He's, he's probably a good guy. I'm yeah, just, he's, you know, it's just his acting was really rough. Nah, not great. Um, Didn't go on to. Uh, so they have their Dragon Ball Z uh, face yes. off at the end, and then we get into like full on. This is such a cool, famous scene. like Cronenberg body horror shit. Oh, it's so cool, and I just like it. veins. Like was, popping out of yeah. necks and arms and stuff. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. When uh, main guy the capillaries were just popping, popping and like yeah. blood spraying out oh, of their necks. So cool. Like, oh god. Like you don't see that shit nowadays. No. No. Like, no. I wish we could Not see that practical horror stuff because it's, it's just shame, so visceral. Dude. You know. I feel like you know what sucks. I feel like, and this is part of the reason I'm really glad we're talking '80s and then these mm. two directors, right? Is because like these two guys, I feel like were on like the cutting edge of like what you can do with practical effects. Right. You can do, and our next episode is going to be real big and talking about that. Mm. Like you can do incredible stuff practically, but and CGI wasn't good enough yet. CGI wasn't good enough. Yeah. But then we, we turned to CG maybe a little bit too soon. Yeah. And we also lean too heavily in it, like into it, you know, like we said, like, uh, we can just hire some guys to do it on a computer for us instead because of like... It's so streamlined nowadays. Yeah. Like, you just have whole companies based in VX. Or exactly, v, yeah. yeah. You you pay uh, a vendor, sir. like, you yeah. pay, like, an, out, they just an take outside care service. While, like, yeah. this practical stuff, the director has to be much more, like, yeah. immersed in it. And it has hands-on to be in there. Yeah. For sure. It, it takes, yeah, a much more, like, deft touch to mm. it. And I, I think that's what it is, is, like these two guys kind of like really tapped into something amazing. But then like due to your Spielbergs and like your, uh, who else was like early nineties, like coming in with the, the thing is Jurassic Park has great practical effects too. James Cameron. Him too. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like those guys, Spielberg and Cameron really, they knew how to use CG and practical and mix it up like in a great way. But people learn the wrong lessons. They weren't, they learn the wrong lessons like they always do. They always take away, the the bad part of it mm-hmm. you know yeah and then lean way too heavily on cg and it's just and it's a shame because like yeah you don't see stuff like this anymore except for yeah. like maybe every now and then like maybe like your upgrades or like yeah um, upgrade upgrade yeah. adds some really good body horror stuff in it um but they're they're really rare like you don't mm-hmm. see them very often uh um, they just they they just add so much yeah to it and with this last scene you just see, like, just, it's like they're having cancer in five times the speed or, like, yeah. a billion times the speed of cancer grows. Like, things are just, like, yeah, fucking, just growths appearing. Yeah. 
Uh, you look like they look like they're about to explode, and then Michael Ironside's clearly winning the battle, and he looks fucking yes. fierce. Yeah, dude, he's like okay, yeah, and, and I kind of okay, we'll get to it, but like he's clearly winning. Yeah, the, clearly the main winning. main bad actor man. Uh, <laughs> his like cool. eyes explode. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I was like, like oh, brutal. that's it, right? Yeah, it's like oh, that's that's it. And dude, the movie wraps up so fucking fast, mm-hmm. like. Because I, I was watching it, I, I had a downloaded version, and I was like looking. I saw at the bottom like like four minutes thirty seconds left, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Well, with credits," and it was like they're still fighting, and I was like, "Holy right. shit, dude, this is like gonna wrap up immediately," right. and it did because the chick runs in and sees somebody hunched in the corner, mm-hmm. turns around, it's fucking Ironside. Inside. So I was like. Of course, right? Because oh. because they showed his burnt. They showed main actor man's just burnt, burnt up body. like a corpse on the ground. Yeah, because fire. That's came right. Out of his yeah, hands. they start. Uh, he starts burning him yeah. with fucking like ESP telekinetic fire. At yeah, the end. that's pretty dope. It's fucking sick. Yeah, telepyro pyrokinesis. Yeah, pyrokinesis. Pyrokinesis. Right. Yeah, and then. Ironside's like hiding behind a coat. Why is he hiding behind a coat? I don't know, but he yeah. says, in bad bad actor man's voice we've won we've won and with like a smile and he has fucking like the guy's eyes now yeah and he doesn't have the the scar anymore i didn't catch that yeah that's pretty cool Mm -hmm. um and then it's over you're like oh oh all right has that badass credit sequence with the computer stuff the computer credits oh that's right the computer credits yeah Yeah. Um, so yeah that means that bad actor man went into Michael Ironside's body. Yeah. Which is kind of a... But is that what happened? Ooh. I think the eyes because are him telling us that it is, I think. Or what do you think? What's no, your No, because Michael Ironside said before, you're going to be with me whether you, you choose to or not. Oh shit! Prior to the fight, so it's a two in one. It's a two in one. Jeez. Oh shit! Because he says I didn't we've catch that. Won. I guess, huh? He said we've won, not I've won. Anyway. Oh, there's wow. like a double. There's like a double leg entendre sort of thing because he's talking to her. Yeah, but also at the same time, it's like he has multiple voices. Yeah, saying we've won. So it's like, I think Michael Ironside is still there and. He just took in bad actor man. Su- sucked him in as well. Mm-hmm. Wow, man. Yeah, I think now that you say that, I think that yeah, I think it's mm-hmm. definitely what happened. So it's a huh. lot darker of it a is darker ending yeah. than um, previously noted because I bet a lot of people think that. Oh yeah, he the bad actor man one. Of course, that's a good ending. Like no, I, I think he definitely. I think I think it was Ironside. Ooh, uh, yeah. Because, I mean, he destroyed his fucking body. <laughs> like, he yeah. was clearly winning. Yeah. And he's obviously way more trained in his, like, ESP shit than... Uh, huh. That's you know? cool. Now I'm just thinking about, like, mm. what that means for his goal. Scanners, and, too. Like, yeah. Well, they made more. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I haven't seen him. Apparently, yeah. they're bad. Because uh, like Cronenberg had, like, nothing to do with them. Mm. But, uh, yeah, so that's that's Scanners. That's the that's the movie Scanners. Mm-hmm. And uh, what what do you think of it? You know, I really like it. I yeah. really enjoyed it. I don't know if I'd watch it again just because I'm just so turned off by his acting. Yeah. You know, and that and that's a, that's a real shame, honestly. That's a real shame because, like, there's a lot going on in the film that I thought was very interesting. Yeah. And I think for its time, it was definitely uh, 
on the higher end of, of the schlock. And I also, like, because I wanted to also, like, bring up, like, the kind of idea of, like, you know, the differentiation of, like, schlock and original stuff. Like, is, it, is original stuff, like, schlock? Or is it just, like... What do you mean by original stuff? Like, like you'll have, like, a certain preconceived notion of, like, schlock film. Okay. And, yeah. like, when you find, like, the birth of that sort of schlock... Like the like the first thing. Okay, the thing that schlock steals from. Yeah, a lot of the time. Okay, yeah. Is that inherently schlock? Like Escape from New York, or Scanners? Hmm. Because like these are the films that are kind of hailed as like the great ones. Yeah. Are I don't, they ever like the core? Huh. Are they schlock, or do we look at, at it at, at, through rose-colored glasses because of its? Impact? It might be some of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it might be some of that, but I also think that. I'm just trying to look at this like in an objective sense, you know, like what would, like if I saw something that was like, I mean like with Halloween, like Halloween and all its sequels, Mm -hmm. what makes like the original, the, the superior one Hmm. just because it was the original one or was it? Yeah. Because it's like, they're kind of, they're repeating the same thing. I I always think when I think of schlock, I always think of a certain level of like, um, like derivativeness like it's right. it's okay. like stealing from stuff that came before so in thinking about thinking about it like that mm. i would think that like there is something to be praised more more so about the original stuff than kind of what but takes even, away from it i mean you, know? you can even even in an original sense like you can like if I were to see scanners or escape from New York, you can kind of still, I'm trying to put myself in the mindset of like, uh, someone who hadn't seen it back in the day. Yeah. And, oh, okay. Like, like an alien. of the time. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you'd still think it's like cheesy, right? Wouldn't you? I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to parse, but that's kind of like the, and I feel like that's what we're going through with this season, you know, is kind yeah. of like, how do I look at this? without uh kind of its cultural impact per se yeah and just kind of yeah. look at it in a in an, a more objective sense you know huh yeah when, when you think, think about, about you know? yeah for sure i think uh yeah. i would definitely say scanners is more schlocky than escape from new york like if we're talking oh, that's, comparing, that's um, interesting yeah because like, i i think because escape from new york is pretty schlocky it is pretty schlocky yeah, yeah. it's um and I wonder why. I I think the score has a lot to do with it. Scanners, I'll be honest with you, man. I didn't mm. like the music in Scanners. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, I there were okay. Some some of the music mm. I did, like the the tenth string stuff right. when it's like building and building. You didn't like that. Uh, I like that synth wave stuff. No, dude, I didn't <laughs> like that because it was. Ah, uh, I don't know. It just reminded me of things like. Mm. like 80s and 90s TV shows like okay. where you're just kind of doing tones okay. and it's yeah. not a lot of like actual melody like why I love John Carpenter's music is because there's like actual melody and there's repetition For and sure. like yeah, stuff yeah. like that but like there there's good stuff in which is crazy to talk about the score like me not liking it in this cuz it's mm. Howard Shore who did Lord of the Rings like he's one of the best fucking um yeah start somewhere yeah exactly and he's 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 carpenter's guy man mm-hmm. like carpenter and howard shore are williams and spielberg like they've been together mm-hmm. since the very beginning um and uh yeah just i didn't love it in this one and i know later on in some of Car- carpenters he has some really good scores but um in new york is what you're talking about i mean no in, i mean scanners 
in in scanners. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know who made the score for scanners. So Howard Shore is how is him too? Like Carpenter and Shore? No, I'm sorry. I, yeah, I didn't mean to insinuate Carpenter, that. Yeah. Uh, so oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say Carpenter. No, no, no. Cronenberg and, and Howard Shore. Yeah, I, their said, names are too fucking similar. Um, Cronenberg <laughs> yeah, and Howard Shore are the Williams and Spielberg. Yeah, right. not Carpenter. Carpenter's his own yeah. dude. So um, the last five minutes of Brent talking. I'm about- sorry, guys. I just confused the <laughs> shit out of everybody. Uh, yeah, I was like, here I am he thinking seems- I'm making like a great point, and I'm just confusing everybody. Because yeah, he sounded like you're making good points, so I was kind of like, <laughs> and you're like, wait, it. Carpenter and Howard Shore. What? <laughs> um, but yeah, Howard Shore, yeah. incredible. Um, uh, uh, musician and writer and stuff, but yeah. So, so what do you uh, think of of scanners? Your ultimate final judgment that can never be changed. <laughs> well, th- as somebody who thought I saw it and maybe did, but if I did, remembered zero of it. Um, uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty solid. Um, I think the first act and the third acts are the best. Uh, the middle stuff. There's some fun like set pieces, but it's a little like a little plotty, like kind of just like a little, like just, uh, things are just kind of happening, but Let's once go to it, a B and then C sort of. Yeah. Yeah. With some good, good set pieces. But, um, but yeah, when it gets weird and gross and, and has a lot of that, like, like I, I thought that was like a really interesting, cool twist, like at the end, like with, uh, you know, that they're, um, that they're brothers and like the origins of the, the scanner community program, whatever. Um, uh, yeah, I thought it was, it was pretty solid. I do want to say that I think I think this is easily going to be his, his weakest this season. I think okay. I can safely say well, I'm that. I'm glad that we're it's all uphill from here. I think it's going to be like a slope uphill because mm. everybody says that uh, we're going to be talking dead ringers now. I think it's going to be the last one we talk with him. Um, people say that that's like maybe his best movie. Oh, so okay. I'm excited. excited. I haven't seen it either. Because so. everyone always talks about Videodrome. Well, at least high schoolers do. Well, yeah. High school. It's a very high school movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Dead Ringers is about like two gynecologists who do like what? LSD and like fuck dead people or something. Like it's a weird movie from Ooh, what I read about it. Some Neon Demon remind me. A bit. <laughs> you know, he... Yeah, I think he has some Cronenberg oh, influence, man. Yeah. I can see that. For sure. Huh. We're going to, like, retroactively be talking about, like, other directors, well, I think. Of course. With, these mean, guys influence a lot of people, I think. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, yeah. Okay, so Scanners. I guess that wraps up uh, this episode of uh, Scanners. Yeah. I don't even know why I did that accent. I just kind of... <laughs> You're, like, shitty knockoff Mario. Real quick, I do... No, where, this I'm is a Scanners a, boy. <laughs> This is kind of a, a segment-free episode, but real quick, because oh, yeah, I we, think we did I think it could free. work. This one, um, oh, John Carpenter, Carpenter's yeah. version of Scanners. This. I was kind of thinking about this on the way over, um, what his version could be, and I think his would be a lot more akin to something like um, Escape from New York. I, I think that like you would have gangs. Um, controlled by scanners as like their head guy, and I think that could be really cool the year to see. Like armies. the world is is uh, populated by scanners. Yeah, dude, scanners like run the government. There's like that like political um, yeah. uh, th- those like themes there. That could be really cool, man. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, or you could take the Halloween route where it could be like oh, kind of like, like one scanner, one scanner, and yeah. you have to deal with it. That scanner. could be really cool. And just like double down on like that scanner being like incredible, like and just draw like the tension of like that one guy, mm-hmm. like, like hunting down 
like that couple is of pretty people. terrifying if someone has that like that's pretty scary yeah like him just like going up to people just blowing their heads off you know yeah no it'd be it'd be like the first act of the movie but kind of like yeah drawn out and turn into like Sorry, it turned into like a full like game scan right now, guys. I don't know what's yeah. going on. <laughs> I'm sorry for all of those sound effects. <laughs> those are uh, some great sounds. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it'd be more uh, of like a full fledged like out and out horror movie where hmm. this movie's kind of like what would you call this it, movie? It's, a thriller? It's a, uh, it's a sci-fi thriller. Sci-fi thriller. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Sure. I buy that. Sure. I buy that. Sure. But uh. <laughs> Yeah, so there's a couple of decent uh decent versions. I, I just brought that up again. I know I hate you know I hate that segment, but I was like, I think Carpenter could make an interesting scanners I movie. Thought that, I mean, I think this season has been pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good for that segment. Yeah, I, I some good say. material to, to yeah. cook up some some good flicks. Some good spaghetti. Some good spaghetti. Some spaghetti meals. <laughs> Movies. Um I don't know why I keep going back to Italians, but well it's because you're racist and you hate them. You've told me this on numerous times. <laughs> Well, yeah, because the they were fascists. Mussol- Benito <laughs> Mussolini was a horrible person. See, now who sounds like the oh, bad boy. person now? Oh, Who sounds like, who's a I Nazi sympathizer? Do. I'm sorry. Bread? <laughs> <laughs> I like <laughs> I think it's let me the just, whole Let me just note the, the time on that so it's I can delete so that. It's so funny. No, that's great. It's because Super Mar- we did Super Mario Bros, and they didn't even have Italian accents. They had Brooklyn accents. But yeah, still. that's right. Yeah, they we didn't get to whip out our fun Italian accents on that one. Uh- <laughs> Mario, I love a Daisy Pussy. Oh God! Oh God! I mean, that's pretty much what he says that whole movie, more or less. More, more or less. <laughs> you got any shout-outs for us, Brent Carroll? Anybody um, you want to say hi to? See your mom's listening? Hey, no, she's not. God, I hope she's not. <laughs> Boy, we said some things. Um, I really hope my mom's not. If you are, I love you, Mom, and I'm so sorry that Did she I'm... admits to you that she, like, pumped, she pumped herself up with ephemeral when you were pregnant? <laughs> oh! When she was and pregnant, that's why yeah. it turned out the way I did. Uh, <laughs> with <dumb>. autism? Um, <laughs> I don't want to equate being dumb with autism like I think we just did. Being autism is the opposite. too far gone. Yeah, sure. Um, Mom, I'm sorry for being me and uh, that I'm your son. And uh, I'm sorry for this podcast. Yeah, I'm sorry that we made this podcast. And uh, yeah, always listen to the Delphin uh, pod shows. Mm -hmm. Listen to all those, all the sticker fridge shows. Mm -hmm. Um, God, do I want to like plug anything? I feel like I always like Halloween happened yet. It will. Oh, for sure. Oh, it's in like two well, weeks. So this is going to be out in like Happy months. Halloween, guys. Yeah, I hope you, had a, uh, hope, uh, hope you have a happy Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and a happy Christmas and New Year's, guys. Because that will probably and, uh, be close-ish. And a Kwanzaa's. And your Kwanzaa's and your Hanukkah's. Yeah. Um, all those guys. How about the, uh, the devil people? The Satanists. Satanists. Don't they have um, something too? Man, we should contact them to see if they have a holiday for the Christmas season. I think they have anti Christmas. I think theirs <laughs> I think theirs is two piece Tuesday at Church's Chicken, ironically enough. Um I think you that's kind of what pull they pulled that out of your ass. I right? did, yeah. Just um <laughs> that sounds more like a, if Brent Carroll had a had a religion and that would be <laughs> that would be that would be it. The Might Church well of be, Carroll. This as good of anything. As good as anything. Um yeah, do you have any plugs? You got anything going on? Um, I mean, uh, just I hope I'm glad you guys are still sticking around. Um, 
I really appreciate all the listeners out there. Yeah, you know it's it's really cool to have people listen to our stupid banter, and Mm -hmm. uh, we love you guys. So yeah, and uh, yeah, we really appreciate you guys. Mm -hmm. If you uh, continue to spread the word to friends and family that you think uh, might be interested Mm -hmm. in listening to two dumb idiots talk about uh, good movies, Uh Uh, except for season three. Sorry about that. Uh, We were in hell. and uh yeah rate review subscribe all that and stuff contact us if you want to be on the show let us know yeah legitimately do that on yeah. twitter or um even email if, even if you're not in san antonio we'll figure something out just let us know yeah we'll figure that yeah. out um if you know a famous person <laughs> if you're if you're john carpenter if or you're john David carpenter Kirchner. or cronenberg or like know somebody yeah. famous that might want to be on a dumb podcast uh shoot us an email at director showdown at yeah. gmail.com all right. Uh, yeah, guys. See you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.